I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby. I'm a writer and performer, and I also am an introvert. And this is The Introvert's Guide to... If you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast, make sure to go to Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment or rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find this show. But even better, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide 2, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because somebody we know told us about them. Actually, uh, I've been thinking a lot because a little while back I I joined um, the introverts subreddit on Reddit. Um, which is, which is mostly uh, a pretty, a pretty cool place. There isn't a whole lot of, a whole lot of bullshit there. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things, one of the most common posts aside from, I think I'm an introvert. Well, often they start like, I think I'm an introvert mm-hmm. and they go to, how can I stop? Whoa. Which, you know, we talked about, we talked sort of about, about coming to terms with that last time. Yeah. But a lot of them are about, you know, what is an introvert mm-hmm. and, and how do I know that I am one? Wow, huge discussion, right? Um, yeah. So actually, what also there's 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 so many there's a lot of times where people will post post memes where it's really confusing shyness mm-hmm. and social awkwardness and, or social anxiety and, and and sort of like boiling all these things together to make them in and calling them introversion. Yeah, but that's not what introversion is. Yeah, no, it's a little bit. It's a little bit more than that. I mean, we. I mean, we know it is. Yeah, we know. Um, so I sort of, I sort of did. You know, uh, okay, I didn't do a whole lot of research. I went to Wikipedia, <laughs> and I looked. I looked up what uh, uh, what introversion was, and I, I sort of found that uh, those terms were invented by Carl Jung, mm-hmm. and he described them as extroversion being the state of primarily obtaining gratification from outside oneself. And so that extroverts tend to enjoy human interactions and to be enthusiastic, talkative, assertive, and gregarious, and they're energized and thrive off of being around other people. Whereas <laughs> introversion is the state of being predominantly interested in one's own mental self. So uh, basically, the 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 introversion introverts are people whose energy tends to expand through reflection and dwindle during interaction. Is that that's the description that I saw there? Right, that's the basic gist. So it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to do with uh, shyness or, or 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 social anxiety or things like that. Mm-hmm. And we've we've talked a little bit about in the past about you know our our introverted journeys, but just just to, to just to throw it out there again, do you remember your first inkling that you were an introvert? Um, I remember back in, well, I remember like as if it was a year ago, like the last episode we did, uh, I was talking about how it wasn't until a little bit later in my life that I started realizing it. But I think inkling, like maybe just getting a hint of it was probably in high school when I just didn't want to hang out with people when they asked me to. Okay. 
Yeah, I know. It's pretty basic, but it was like one of those, I just started to get the hints. I always thought I was, you know, an extrovert for a long mm. time. You know, I've, I've been called, the, you know, I, I remember one review I, I did a show for, they called me a gregarious personality. Right. And and I just, that word never resonated with me. So I remember back in high school, people would ask, you know, do you want to hang out? And I would always make up excuses. I mean, if you remember our mm-hmm, canceling mm-hmm. plans episode, my, my big story about how, why I can't come to this party. Um, you know, I think that's when I started to maybe get a hint of it, but it's not like I went, Oh, I must be an introvert. Yeah. I don't want to hang out, but it was certainly, a, I feel awful. I don't want to hang out, but what is that? Do you remember when you first heard the word introvert? Uh, yeah, I was probably like grade 12 psychology class probably then like, yeah. <laughs> how did they frame it? Do you remember how they framed it in that class? Pretty, pretty basic. It was black and white. Either extroverts really like to socialize and introverts don't like to socialize. So it was, it was binary, right? It was either one or the other. Yeah. Do they make any kind of value judgment on that? I mean, sort of, I mean, like it was framed as though that extrovert, you know, and, and why we built this podcast is it's the norm, right? It's either, it's either you're an extrovert or you're super shy. Yeah. You're either an extrovert or you might want to go to ask the doctor why you have social anxiety. Right. You just you just shouldn't do that. You, you, you just, just, it's not normal. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's sort of what the way it was framed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I mean, I remember it being in that class and I remember asking myself like, you know, I wonder if I am an introvert. Like I just, I wonder again, I, I just didn't want to go out with people, but at the same time, I also didn't realize that I had social anxiety. I, you know, I didn't attach myself to having depression or being being an anxious person. It was down the road when, you know, I took it upon myself to go to the doctor. And then that's when I started yeah. realizing, okay, so I'm okay to be an introvert and I'm okay to be talkative, but this is just this is just who I am as a person. Mm. And then it started to become more complex after that. Yeah. What about you? I remember hearing the words introvert and extrovert probably when I was about maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. I remember um, somebody said, like, I think it was my dad. Um, we were There was some kind of gathering of lots of people in our house. And at one point, mom, my mother went upstairs and my dad said, oh, that's because she's an introvert and she needs to uh, recharge her energy. And I said, what's that? And dad said, an introvert uh, gathers their energy from... Uh, themselves, whereas an extrovert gathers their energy from other people. Hmm. And I remember saying, thinking to myself, well, obviously I want to be an extrovert. (laughs) Obviously. And I must have spent so much of, of my younger life believing that I must be an extrovert, especially once I decided that, that, that a theater was a thing I was going to do. I think I bought into the, um, the trope of, uh, theater people are extroverted. Oh, of um, and so I did my best to be extroverted, but I was terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so bad at it. I mean, I would, I would think that I was being extroverted, but I know that I was doing that, that introvert thing that I do, which is um, in a crowd, like sweating and, and smiling awkwardly and nodding <laughs> or whatever the, 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 the childhood equivalent of that was. Um, but I kept telling myself for so long that I was a people person. I needed to be around people. And I actually don't think it was until I was maybe in my early twenties that I really started to lean into and sort of accept that, no, that does not make me happy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think, yeah, it's, it's, 
Yeah, it's funny because in my in my twenties, and it may have actually been my mid twenties before I actually started accepting it. Because I remember uh, there would be parties that people would throw, and I wouldn't go, not because I didn't want to, but I mean, what I would do is I was I would tell myself things like, "Oh, I don't have anything to talk about, so I'm just not going to go." Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing going on in my life that's interesting, and I don't know what I will talk about, so I'm just not going to go. Not like I just don't want to do this. Yeah, no, it's so true because, you know, like now that you say that, I remember being in high school and although like immediately that's the first thing that goes is in my head is, you know, I have nothing to say. Yeah. I have nothing. What are we going to talk about? We're just going to sit in silence and then we're going to force conversation. And I think that's when everything started bubbling up in me. It's funny because you talk about, you talk about the, 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 the anxiety part of it, which was like anxiety for me, it, it doesn't come into play until... I'm at a party. Mm. Like I don't have, I mean, I'm a worrier. I will worry about stuff, yeah. but not to the point where it like takes over yeah. my brain, but I don't get anxiety until I'm like in a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see anxious Phil, you put him in a crowd of people where he knows nobody. Oh. You know, if I know somebody, I will gravitate to that person and I will use that person as like a shield. Yeah. Hold like on. <laughs> I will hold on to that person for dear life. If they want to go to the washroom, I'll be like, uh, 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 okay, I'll wait right here. Yeah. Secretly, I'll be like, maybe I should just like wait outside the door for them, you know, because that's, that's, that, that seems like it would be the thing I should do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, because totally that's not creepy thing. at all. Yeah. <laughs> introverts everywhere are now waiting outside bathrooms <laughs> don't do that <laughs> don't i mean don't i mean we're all we've all been tempted when that friend that one person we know goes to the washroom but it just you call back after them like come back <laughs> yeah like you know i i mostly get anxious um in part i mean for the same reason i mean like it's a lot going on you don't know where to go and you, you don't want to feel like that person that's like you know like I hate, again, for the lack of better phrasing, you don't feel want to feel like a loser, but that's like, that's just what the anxiety does to you. It just sits yeah. in your head and says things that just aren't true. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, but on the other side of that, being alone when I am, you know, the place, you know, I, I love being alone. I'm okay with being by myself, but there are times where my anxiety will play with me when I'm on my own and go, you know, you're really lonely, aren't you? You're just, you, you really do need more friends, I think. You know, this feeling of loneliness, it's just too much. You know, the interesting thing for me is, is lately um, I will go, like when I, I had, I managed to have some time off mm-hmm. and a lot of that time when I wasn't doing a show, I was alone. And in fact, I remember I spent like a full week of that time alone. And near the end, I was like, Are you, I think you might be isolating yourself. Are you isolating yourself? But for me, it was not like that I need more friends. It's just like it maybe I should reach out and like hang out with some of those friends, you mm-hmm. know, because it's not like I want to hang out with a, a ton of people. Yeah. You know, you just you just don't you don't want to like for me, at least I know it's like you just don't want to feel forgotten. Mm. You, and that's and that's something that's an overwhelming feeling for me sometimes is, wow, I feel really forgotten right mm. now. You know, we talked about the last episode, FOMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just you're missing out on things, especially now that, you know, fringe season is like, you know, it's in full swing. Yeah. I mean, it has been for a while, but you know, you see everyone doing all their shows and, you know, they're doing such great things and you're really happy for them. But at the same time, you're like, man, I'm lonely. Yeah. I want to have that kind of fringe family as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's really not, you know, and something that I'm using to combat that is, but that's not where you are right now. Where you are is you're needed somewhere else. And yeah, I, yeah. I love where I am. Genuinely, I love where I am. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's just, that's just the anxiety speaking. 
and it, it is it is something that they, they can certainly play uh, on your mind. I think, and I, I sometimes I wonder how much of it is just internalized from being told for so long that extrovert is the norm. Yeah, it could be that. I can see that. I, I mean, like you, you get told all the time that, I mean, well, not told, you're really shown it all the time with mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. I mean, especially on, I love Instagram. I really do. But at the same time, you know, I mean, you look at these people and they're like, how do they have like all these vacations going on? They've got like 20 friends. They seem to be okay. But I mean, like, that's just the highlight reel of, of somebody's life. And I mean, like now we're just being conditioned to believe that that is the norm as well. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those interesting things. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, when, when you first, just to get back to the topic at hand, like uh, you had the inkling of being an introvert, but you didn't, as we discussed last time, you didn't really sort of accept it or, or realize it until much later. Um, mm-hmm. Did you go through that whole, like, like I did, like trying to be an extrovert? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I got into a show a, a few years, a few years, it was a while back, uh, back in 2013, I got into the show and I was always wanting to hang out with people mm. because I met new people. I felt like this like puppy yeah. that was so excited. Just like, what do you guys want to do? You want to hang out? But I think it was just the, I had so much pent up energy yeah. and I thought this was it. This is me coming out of my shell. I am an extrovert. Right. And suddenly the show is going on and people all now just want to keep hanging out. And I suddenly just felt myself wanting to come out of mm. it. So that the high really started to fade quickly. Well, there's also, I mean, when, when something like that, when a new group of people comes together, whether it's a show, a workplace or something like that, there is always um, that enthusiasm near the beginning of wanting to get to know them. And as an introvert, I want to get to know them to the point where we can get over this whole small talk thing and that now we can, um, we can have real conversations. And I know that yeah. not everybody is comfortable like jumping into that like I am. So um, having like going out for a bit near the beginning of a, of a, of a friend group, I feel is, is kind of just sort of wearing down their small talk so that we can talk about good stuff, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Get to the deeper rooted issues. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. And I mean, again, it comes right back to the whole like, man, I don't want to be able to not say anything. Yeah. I don't want to be able to have nothing to talk about. I want to be able to talk to you. And I realized that that's not me wanting to be chatty. That's just me wanting to have a more substantial conversation than small talk. Yeah. Did you, did you, in terms of, of when you tried to figure it out, when you tried to, to, to get the sense of it, were there, were there signs? You know, I think it was more after I decided to go out and go full on with the plan. It was the fact that I kept thinking, man, my bed would just be awesome right now. <laughs> man, you know, I just, my Xbox is just lonely, isn't it? And like, just, I kept thinking about it the whole yeah. time. I like, you know, I wasn't a PlayStation kid. I had Xbox at the time and I just wanted to go home and yeah. play. Yeah. And like, just be alone. I have my whole station all set out. I had like, you know, I had, I had Twizzlers. <laughs> I was good. <laughs> like, life was good when I was in my room. Right. And of course, like, you know, again, fl- flip it back though. I remember sitting in my room being like, man, I wish I was out right now, <laughs> but seriously regretting it as soon as I went out. <laughs> of course, of course. And uh, yeah, I, I can remember for me, um, I think it was those first, like, oh, I, I don't have anything to say, keeping me from going out. And then once I decided to stay, I, eventually I started to realize that once I decided to stay home, 
it's not like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I should have gone out. It was more like, this is good. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is good. This, you know, I've got a book, I've got TV, I've got an Xbox, I've got whatever I've got, but you know, um, this is good. I don't, I don't, I don't need much else than this. Life is comfortable. And yet I, you know, I know, I know a, a couple of extroverts and, and, and they're like, when that's, I mean, yes, there are times when they're like, yes, home is good, but they're also just as equally like, all right, I've done enough of this. I need to be around people. Oh yeah. I, um, I have a friend that's, I have a friend that's an extrovert right now and, and they're just, they're, how do I describe this? I think we were sitting one time in my room. And we were just, we were having a good time to me, at least we were having a great time. We were just, you know, sitting, we were, we were playing some cards. We had some music going, we had pizza on the way. And I just remember having a great old time. And I remember them getting up suddenly out of nowhere and be like, that's it. We're going out, get your bag. And I just, I did not know what to do. And extroverts, I, they, they astound me with just the energy that bounds up suddenly. And they just need to go and like, get out and do something. And I, I just, I was so disturbed by the act. Like, my gosh, we were having a great time. And where, where are you going? And, and just, we, we went out and we found friends at the mall when the mall was a thing. I didn't like it. I wanted to go home. I think the only time that I have shown that, that level of enthusiasm about going to somewhere was like leaving a group of people to go home and put comfy pants on and hibernating that's like that's my not like going out it's like ah i'm leaving now yes yeah you know i feel popularly this might be sign number one you're an introvert yes that's it sign number one y'all want to go home (laughs) i mean i guess i guess you know that is that is a big thing of it is is like when and this is really the the main question and 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 if you're if you're if you're one of those people who's like trying to figure out if you are an introvert um i guess the first question is like how like how do you feel when you are at a party period mm-hmm. like when you go out to a party with a ton of people or you go out to a bar let's say you go to a bar and you don't know anybody how do you feel in that situation Oof. Right, I think about that, and I'm already my 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 palms are sweaty. Yeah, I got a chill. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, it's like just like no, no. So if 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 your re- initial reaction to being in that position is, oh god, I gotta get out of here, or I'm really uncomfortable, and not oh, I can meet some new people, you are probably an an introvert. We had some great answers. Yeah, we did. Uh, from from social media, we got we got a nice little stockpile of you little you little introverts here. So uh, Robert said, "Well, I did many." So we asked basically, "How did you know you were an introvert?" And Robert said, "Well, I did many moons ago when I realized I can be quiet, prefer to be alone if I'm with many people that drains me." But at that time, I didn't know the meaning of introversion. Oh, there we go. Okay, so that's 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 kind of what we were talking about yeah. before. Just again, you you just prefer to be alone. Mm. You just you still don't know it. You you don't think nece- You know you're not always going to be like me per se, where you think something's wrong <laughs> with you. But, but you know some yeah, people, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we got Andy. Andy says I was always shy, but had routine, so I felt comfortable. I made friends easily when everything was stable, 
And I switched schools at nine. My dad left and I wasn't allowed visitation, but my brother was. So I retreated inward. I went on to go to three more elementary schools after that. So I retreated more and more with the inability to become comfortable and feel safety and stability. I've done a lot of reflection since becoming a mother as to why I am the way I am. I've uncovered so many truths about my personality and anxiety when I really think it through. Hmm. Hey, that's another side of it, though. I think one of the interesting things there is, I mean, this is sort of looking at introversion as a result of these things. And I, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's possible that, that, some, that introversion may have been exacerbated by some yeah. of these things for Andy. But introvert is really sort of like a personality thing. It's like that's mm-hmm. how, kind of how you're wired. Um, so these things may have made you like, like, especially going to new schools, because I know I went to new schools a couple of times when I was in, 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 in public school and once in high school, I switched schools. Um, and every time it was a nightmare because I knew the deal in the old place. Mm -hmm. I was comfortable there. I knew, I knew some people I could like glom onto some people, but switching schools just made me feel completely unhinged. Mm-hmm. I remember switching school in grade school and being in a new, in a new town that we'd moved to. And I just like, I remember just feeling sick to my stomach all the time. Yeah. But I think that, I think that, you know, uh, Andy probably, it would have been really helpful. I think for Andy to have found out that she was uh, an introvert earlier, mm-hmm. much earlier, so that so that they could uh, um, sort of like do some self care. Yeah, this stuff is this stuff is hard when you like when you have when you're pushing against it. It's hard. Yeah, especially when you're going through that trauma. I mean, you know, you know, there were there was the um, visitation with the father. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean that certainly that can that's pretty traumatic mm-hmm. for for a young person to go through. And I mean, especially you know, she retreated inward right afterwards, and that didn't help. And you know, we were you know, this was probably during a time when mental health wasn't spoken about. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we still have we speak about it now, but I mean, there's still stigma attached to it. There's still absolutely stigma attached to it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I can't imagine how many times she was probably told to cheer up, right? Also being, you know, we've talked about that extroverts world where here you've got a child who's going through some shit, is introverted and changing schools and was probably told so many times you just need to be more outgoing. Yeah, you just need you just need to like buck up, pull your socks up and go. Like, yeah, no, let let me feel things. I remember I remember um uh after I'd moved to this, this new, this new town, um, I can't remember if it was a parent, but probably it was somebody said, well, why don't you just, you know, there's kids on this street, go knock on doors and ask somebody to be your friend. <laughs> and I did. Oh, and it was shit. I actually, <laughs> I actually no, but like, sorry, Phil. no, no, no. It's a terrible thing to do. Uh, Cause that's not how you do it. Um, And I remember um, I knocked on this one door and I think the parents, kids, the the kids, parents made them play with me. Um, They ended up being some of my chiefest bullies in, in school later on, like about three months later, three to six months later. But that's, that's how I met them was, was by, by knocking on, on their door and saying, can you be my friend? Which I don't recommend to anybody. So like, there's all kinds of, bad advice that introverted children are given. And that's something for another, another time. But when we don't realize that we are introverted, 
we make all kinds of terrible mistakes as we try I to think so. press against that. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Phil. That's terrible. Uh, Sarah said, I just found out I am at the age of 31 when my life started making so much sense when I came to terms with my introversion. My anxiety plummeted right down. Now I just have my mother's anxiety, haha, and I enjoy being at home and not pleasing anyone. <laughs> Atta girl, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's funny because I think the more I talk to people about introversion, it seems to be something that we're coming to terms with later in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just more self-discovery with the more adult um, experiences that, you, that you're coming um, face to face with. I don't know what it is about those discoveries. I'm, I'm not quite I'm not quite prepared to be as as charitable as you. I think that it, it maybe comes from the from being told when you're young to be more outgoing. Mm. That's because I think we all were. I think that's one thing that if you if you talk to introverts, one of the their their earliest memories of of not quite being quote unquote normal is being told they should be more outgoing, smile more, talk to people, be more outgoing. Everybody likes a smiley outgoing person, and so that you are constantly trying to change yourself. And it's mm-hmm. you later in life when you realize that it's draining and in some ways just like destroying your life that you are, that you finally give up, not give up, but come to terms with, with who, how, with the way that you're wired. Mm -hmm. And see, for me, only on the other side of that, I was already the, you know, I I used to like blah as a kid, Mm. you know, there was a lot going on. I was always like chatty, chatty, chatty. And then, you know, it's just whenever I started to realize it and started to become more quiet, it was, you know, you changed. Hmm. What the heck happened to you? you? You know, you used to be so much this and that and this and that. And that's where the guilt started coming in. So, yeah, yeah it's like, you know, you can you can be a talkative person as an introvert. It just doesn't mean I'm going to continue to do that. I mean, the thing is that sometimes when, when children are younger, they're, I mean, they're, they'll just say anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Children have no filter. And so they will freely talk about, about anything. Yeah. Because um, I mean, everything is fascinating to them. No, it's true. And, and I mean, including, you know, like myself getting on a treadmill dressed as Judy Garland mm. and, uh, you know, singing at the top of my lungs yeah. for everyone. Yeah. I think, you know, I think oftentimes there may be some catalyst that makes you self-conscious about it. But I think, and that happens to a lot of people. I remember, I think the first time that I became con- like self-conscious is somebody said that what I was saying was stupid. Mm. I still react oh. to that in a terrible way. Like, like if somebody says you're stupid, that's like the almost the worst thing that somebody can say if they if they truly mean oh, it yeah like that always sets me off i know that i was pretty chatty when i was young and mm-hmm. i think that's something that because you're fascinated by everything we just do it as children yeah oh for sure you know and i and i think i just were you know when you know and like you i i was bullied in, in school as well you know when i was a lot younger um, and I just remember the worst thing I think for me was thinking that people would pretend that they, all right, here's me being transparent, mm-hmm. you know, people pretending that they liked me and then they would totally, and then they would totally make it apparent during the hangout or at school that they didn't actually. Mm. And I think that's something there where you're right. It, you know, that little light starts to go out and you don't, you don't want to be that person anymore. And, you know, it suddenly it becomes a little defense mechanism yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And then you do start to hide away. And not to say that my introversion was a result of that, 
but it was certainly a, you know, you know, this was already in me. I think it would be better to protect myself by being who I need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I want, sometimes I wonder like, uh, it, or it is introversion uh, the result of not a trauma, but just like learn, like, is it learned behavior or is it like, what is it that, that makes me an introvert and my friend Adriana an extrovert? I don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if it's like, I'm, I'm no psychiatrist. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if that's just like some people are wired that way or if some people learn how to be that way. Well, that's like the, the conversation of, you know, are you born depressed or do you develop right. depression? Right. And, and it's so you can go either way. I mean, I'm, I'm still in the process of wondering if it's, you know, if I'm just wired this way or if it's something that I developed as a defense mechanism. Right. So it's just I don't think that introversion is so much a, you know, it's it's just you. That's it. That's all. That that's all it is. It's just you're introverted. That's it. Right. I mean, it, and that's just it. And that's why we don't like the binary conversation surrounding it. Is it is such a complex conversation? Yeah, and I know we're going to yeah. get into the complexity uh, in in the next segment. So uh, let's yeah. let's uh, yeah. let's let's continue on with our our our, the, our commenters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sam says, hmm. I was always a shy, quiet kid that loved nothing more than to sit under the covers and read for days and not talk to anyone. And people would call me a mouse and shout at me to speak up. But I suppose I wasn't totally aware of my introversion until high school when friends started wanting me to go out with them more and more. And I'd run to my mom and ask for a new but totally believable fake excuse as to why I had to stay home. That being said, I learned to squash a lot of those anxieties and try to say yes to experiences despite my quiet stress and desire to stay home. My mom calls me her go-go girl because I'm always out doing things, but oh golly, most of the time I am counting the seconds till I can scurry back to my cozy home. Oh, <laughs> I so, I like, I just, I so, you know, just resonate with that. <laughs> Sam, I feel so seen by you right now. I know. I feel like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it's funny because those like fake like oh my god the this I've I've almost gotten to the point now where I have given up on fake excuses. Yeah, I, it's like I you know if I see a Facebook invite and it's to an event that I might not be able to get to or might not feel like I can go to, I say maybe. Yes. So that I'm not, uh, I don't feel obligated to go. Mm-hmm. Um. And usually that allows me the out because, you know, they weren't expecting me to be there. Right. Um, but also there are times when I was like, yes, I'm going to go to that. And on the day of, I just don't go. Yeah. Because I just can't. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't I, I find myself setting myself up to, to to get an out rather than having to make up excuses now. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do the excuse thing. I, I did the same. Thing <clears throat> oh, we oh, we know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. For those of you who do not know what that means, please check out the canceling plans episode. I am infamous for it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's epic. Um, it's, it's something to behold, but is. you know what? Yeah. Now I like the fact that we're coming into this new, new day and age where you can say I'm busy, 
taking care of myself. Yes. So no, I, I will not be going to this event because excuses do nothing to help you or the person organizing. And I mean, you know, Facebook events, I mean, you're really doing them a favor by even being just pressing the interested button, really, <laughs> right? That, that's that you did your part. <laughs> nope, you're right. You certainly did. Chrissy says, after watching Susan Cain's TED Talk, a light bulb went on and I said, hey, that's me. I'm an introvert. I need to hear this TED Talk. I need to check out this TED Talk, too. I haven't I haven't I haven't seen it, but yeah. apparently it is a light bulb TED Talk. So um, right. I will watch it and Jess will watch it. And I guess we will post about it. <laughs> we will. We'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, let us go to the internet. What did it have to say this time? Oh fuck. Um. Okay. <laughs> so there were there were a couple. Of, so there's a couple of of things, and I I know I'm going to want to talk about some of these. There's there's two that are a decent list, and then I have one that is a bit of a, a WTF, uh, uh, with some of its some of its suggestions. So, uh, we'll okay. that one is a little bit later. Um, introvertdeer.com, which is a site I think we've mentioned a couple of times, uh, has a mm-hmm. list of, uh, of 12 things, uh, uh, undeniable signs that you're an introvert. Um, mm-hmm. you enjoy spending time alone. Your inner, mo- inner monologue is hard to shut off. You do your best thinking alone. Hmm. You often feel lonelier in a crowd than when you're alone. You feel like you're faking it when you have to network. I feel seen, by the way. Um, You have no desire to be the center of attention. Not true uh, for me. Um, You're better at writing your thoughts down than speaking them. If if, 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 Anyway, we'll come back to that. Uh, Talking on the phone does not sound like a fun way to pass the time. Hello. Um, (laughs) You avoid small talk whenever possible. You've been told that you're too intense. You shut down over after too much socializing, and you've been told you're a good listener. Now, let's dig in. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think the one immediately, you know, right off the bat, okay, fine. Yeah, I enjoy spending time alone. That's... Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, fine. Sure, we're going to go with that one. Um, <laughs> which one was the one you disagreed with, Phil? You have no desire to be the center of attention? The, I yeah, I write I'm, and perform my own shows. Like okay, so have I. Yes. But like, <laughs> but I just again, I don't mind talking to them. But it's after the show. But that it's, see, I don't know because for me, like, I've hosted events before, like been like the the MC of things before, and I'm good at that. But mm-hmm. I don't. For me, that's still being the center of attention. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't mind being the center of attention on stage because I'm the one that set up that cue. Right. It's okay. So I, you know, afterwards in a show, like, you know, let's not say like a solo show per se, but let's say it's just a play that I was in and, you know, I'm I'm coming out from backstage and, and patrons are there in, in like, you know, just the lobby and it's, I can't get through the front without, you know, at least like maybe one or two people. And that's minimum doing the whole like, oh, you were really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, you really like the show? And it's like, oh, yes, of course I liked it. I auditioned for it. <laughs> you know, of course. And that's really awesome. And I really do enjoy those. You know, like, you know, they're right. They're really nice. And it comes from a nice place. And they're just curious. But at the same time, I'm so done. Mm. <laughs> I'm so, And I just feel like such a jerk. 
I mean, just because like I I feel like I have like such a like a stone cold face. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the only thing where I'm like I don't like being the center of attention because I need to shut off and I don't feel like a nice person. I have a question for you, and this is sort of a scenario thing. Um, okay. and it's different than than being like being in a situation where you you put on a show or whatever. So, mm-hmm. okay. it's your birthday. Yeah, and um. You come home from your day of work and the lights are off mm-hmm. oh, and you walk no. in the door and you turn on the lights. And as soon as you turn on the lights, everybody, all your friends, all your loved ones, your family, everybody jumps out and yells surprise. And it's a surprise party for you. How do you feel? It already happened. Oh my, my God. 21st. Oh my God. How did you feel? <laughs> oh no, Phil, there was a confetti bomb in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I had the, they they put on the pink feather boa they put on the big cowboy hat and they're like surprise did you know it was coming and I just remember staring there like just oh my gosh like my face is going flush you know what the worst part is though this surprise party took place at a bar and it was a karaoke bar oh oh yeah and guess who was the first one to go up it was your girl here that was the first one and i got like five songs and oh my gosh it was so nightmare scenario yeah it happened Mm -hmm. it happened and i knew from there on i was like oh man the center of attention thing's not my thing (laughs) have you ever been told you're too intense i don't i don't know I think I've been told I'm too intense when like, you know, maybe I got into a really in-depth conversation and I spiraled into this whole, like just this, this void of thoughts and people maybe weren't prepared for it, but that only happens, you know, not, not too frequently, Hmm. (laughs) but frequently enough apparently. But I don't think I've ever been told I'm too intense. I feel like, I feel like I, I know that I give off an intense vibe. Uh, that mm-hmm. comes from, you know, if I'm walking down the street and I know the difference, like uh, the the difference in my face when I don't want people to talk to me or if I'm in a crowd. Um, it takes right. an effort in the crowd to make my face look like I want people to see me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's an intense face. And that's like walking down the street um, as though I'm going to kill Captain America. You know, it's like that guy. It's <laughs> like I'm the winter soldier and I'm on my way to kill Captain America. And that's how intense mm-hmm. I seem. Um but um, it's it. I know that that I think generally I think that's how I come off. I don't come off as carefree. I come off as intense. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Now that you say crowd, though, do you often feel lonelier in the crowd when you're walking? See, here's the thing: not when I'm walking. Okay. But if I go to a networking event or a party, you better believe I feel lonelier in that crowd than I do when I'm at home. Okay. And speaking, okay. And now that you say that number five, do you feel like you're faking it when you're networking? If I can get up the nerve to network, absolutely. I'm faking it. You okay. better believe okay. I am faking it. Cause that is not my natural state. Yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. Okay. No, fair. Enough. Do you, like do you, do you not feel like you're faking it when you're networking? I, you know, I'm not, I'm okay with networking. I really am because there's this common, like there's this unspoken thing of we, we know what we're both after right now. Um, and, and it's not some, I try to stay a word away from the word schmoozing mm-hmm. 
when you network because that that's not necessarily what networking is you're not you're not sitting there like you know talking the person up or like just you know trying to again schmooze your way in but just I think because I strive to already be a professional mm-hmm. that networking is my chance to show okay. that and and I'm okay, okay with that I'm okay mm-hmm. yeah we have another list though yes we do Ooh, let's do it okay crack into it okay um verywellmind.com had a list of signs that you're an introvert. Hmm. Uh, Being around lots of people drains you of energy. You enjoy solitude. You have a small group of close friends. People often describe you as as quiet and may find it difficult to get to know you. Too much stimulation leaves you feeling distracted and unfocused. You are very self-aware. You like to learn by watching. Okay, that's a pretty solid list. I have, I sort of go down the middle in that list. Yeah, okay. All right, explain. So, being around lots of people drains my energy. 100%. Hello, that is, that is like, that is me right there. Right. You enjoy solitude? Yeah, I'm pretty good with that. I'm pretty good with that. Mm-hmm. There, there, honestly, just there have been weeks when outside of work, the only time I've talked to somebody is when we're doing this podcast. So, oh, so <laughs> true. So true. <laughs> um, you have a small group of close friends. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know about people describe me as quiet and may find it difficult to get to know me. How about you? That one's a biased one. Just because mm-hmm. you're an introvert doesn't mean you're quiet. Yes. It's, again, some people think I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. It's just not true. So I think that one's a little bit going into the we're simplifying introversion now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, too much stimulation leaves you feeling distracted and unfocused. What do you think about that one? Okay, let's give a, a, a like a example of overstimulation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I go to Toronto, for instance, go to a Jays game, lots mm-hmm. of bar lights, mm-hmm. lots of people. Okay, maybe a little bit too much for me, but also it, too much stimulation could also well. And I say that in quotes, but you guys can't see, but yeah. I'm quoting right now is when I could be in the studio right now, and I'm having like there's lots of people, but we're all doing we're all working towards a common goal, and the stimulation is a lot, right? But I can still feel mm-hmm. focused and undistracted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two different kinds of stimulation. Very different kinds of stimulation, and I also feel like like too much stimulation. That's such a vague term. Like, yeah. I would say. Um, Longer than three hours at a massive party makes me feel distracted and unfocused, mm-hmm. but not like, yeah, I can't. A stimulation is a, is a word that I find difficult to use in this situation. Yeah, it's a little vague. How about you're self aware? Um, I had to learn to become self aware, and and at some points that didn't work out well in my favor because there is such a point as becoming a little too aware. Yeah. To a point where it does make you a little too self-conscious, too anxious. Um, but I say, I, it, I would say I have become more attuned to who I am mm-hmm. rather than more self-aware, if that makes any sense. They can, no, that they, does make sense. That does make okay, sense. Yeah. I think self-aware, I think people use that in sort of like a, a mindfulness kind of way. And we've already, we've talked about how I feel about that phrase. Um, <laughs> but um like self-aware I'm aware of what I need. I think I would go that far. Yeah, exactly. I'm aware of when it's time for me to go home Mm -hmm. and learn by watching. I'd like to connect that with being in a crowd with our last, our, um, our last list there. When you feel, you often feel lonely in a, in a crowd. Mm. 
you know, I, I like to people watch, don't we all? Like yes. when, yeah. yeah, a lot of introverts like to people watch. And when we're in crowds like that, I don't feel lonely. I feel fascinated, mm. you know, mm. and I was just in a, um, I was just in a wonderful workshop and that's what we talked about specifically was people watching. Mm. It actually can be more relaxing than you think. Mm-hmm. And it can provide enough stimulation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to get to my, my, my WTF list. So if yeah. you, if you, do you know the site Quora? Yes. So you can ask questions on Quora and people will come and they'll give you an answer and other people can vote up their favorite answer. Yeah. So the number one answer to the question on Quora, how do I know if I am an introvert is a very long list, a very long list that is so specific that it, the person who wrote it was obviously using themselves as the template for all introverts, mm-hmm. um, which of course one can't do, but I want to, some of the ones that sort of like jumped out at me is so specific that uh, I can't agree with, with them it was like, you go out for a morning walk and enjoy the nature and, and enjoy the nature rather than actually exercise. <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. Um, you are super crazy about correctness of grammar. What that has to do with being an introvert, I don't know. You are often fighting with the personalities within yourself. You very rarely post or share anything on Facebook. You, you have a concept of religion that no one else has. So, I mean, these are just a couple of examples of, and it is a dangerous thing to do because we are all, all introverts are are different. And about the only thing that we can say about the thing that unites us all is where we get our energy from. <laughs> and so we cannot use ourselves as a template for all introverts. But I will, I let me give you the one that I, I absolutely agree with. And I think okay. we've talked about this before. Yeah. Out in the mall, out in the mall, when you see someone who knows you, you start going in the opposite direction to vo- to avoid meeting him or her. Oh, like I don't care how much I like you, I'm going the other way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have, I have, I have literally seen my best friend and just been like, I can't do it, and yeah. just like, not how, now. how, like I, I may have actually ducked to avoid them seeing me. I may have done that. <laughs> And I am okay with this. Yeah. It's fine when they call you out too on it. Cause I just like being honest about it. I mean, I've done that before and someone's like, you know, I thought I saw you. Was that actually you? I, I have come right out and said it. Yes, it was. I didn't feel like talking and I'm sorry. You are a better person than I am, Jessica, because I, I, if somebody was like, I thought I saw you at the mall, but then I didn't see you anymore. Were you there? I would have been like, nope. <laughs> nope. I that's, was not there. That's another Phil Rickaby you saw. <laughs> not Phil Rickaby you are looking for. <laughs> yeah. No, but I did I did want to 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 mention that list simply because I think um the number one thing to keep in mind when we're trying to figure out are we an introvert is the definition of what it is and that is that is where where we get our energy from. We get it from right. ourselves. And um to use any other measure to try to figure out, am I an introvert is, is a fallacy. You can't, 
my introversion is different from your introversion and my introversion is different from uh from uh uh, uh somebody else's introversion like like Sam's introversion is different from mine so mm-hmm. um we just have to keep in mind that 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 there is no template for introversion it's true yeah not all of us enjoy the morning walk in nature okay no i actually do though i do love nature but like that just it things it be wary of lists like that where they get so specific yes that it's just you know it's okay to say what makes you an introvert but there there's got to be that commonality right that connects us all and like you said already it really is it's the energy is from you i just want to give like the there that this list was one of the longer lists on quora it, it had at least 25 entries right so like if a list has that many, it is probably too specific to the person who's reading it, who's writing right. it. But speaking of, of templates for uh, for introversion, you found uh, a site uh, today that you wanted to talk about. And I'm super excited yeah, to talk about this. I, I, yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. It wasn't so much a list as it was of like what makes you an introvert. It was actually, and it was found on uh, New York Meg, and it's the science of us, and it's Apparently there are four kinds of introversion. Now again, this isn't supposed this list was very clear to say we're not trying to categorize people, but introversion is something that's becoming more talked about. So therefore more study has gone into it. What makes people extroverts versus introverts? Um, so apparently for and, we, and I shortened these just for time's sake, but there are four types of introverts. There's number one, the social introvert. So the social introversion is the closest to the commonly held understanding of introversion in that it's a preference for socializing with small groups instead of large ones. But it's different from shyness in that there's no anxiety driving the preference for solitude or small groups. Mm-hmm. So that that's that was very clear. That was, okay, wow, yeah, there we go. There's the number one commonality. Yep. Then there's thinking, And thinking introversion is a newer concept. People with high levels of thinking introversion don't share the aversion to social events people usually associate with introversion. Instead, they're introspective, thoughtful, and self-reflective. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Hmm. Then there's the anxious Unlike social introverts, anxious introverts may seek out solitude because they feel awkward and painfully self-conscious around other people, but they're not very confident in their own social skills, but often their anxiety doesn't fade when they're all alone. Social anxiety. And then there's the last one, fourth, the restrained. Another word for this one is reserved. Restrained introverts sometimes seem to operate at a slightly slower pace, preferring to think before they speak or act. They also might take a while to get going. They can't, for instance, wake up and immediately spring into action. So which of these do you think that you are, Jess? Okay. At first, I thought I was totally restrained. Huh. Totally. I think I'm between anxious and restrained. Interesting. Yes, because my I cannot stop talking to people and not think about um, how awkward I must look or, oh my gosh, like, you know, and I, again, I use the word stupid on myself. Mm. No one's ever called me stupid mm. in a serious way. But man, oh man, have I said that to myself? And it becomes to the point where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm beating myself mm. up over it. But at the same time, restrained, um, I already have a really, really hard time waking up on my own due to my depression. Right. 
And it's very difficult. I am trying so hard to wake up at 6am every day and it's really not easy. Mm. Um, so, but I'm trying to, because I, I'm more reserved. I need that time to kind of wake up, have a coffee and, and yeah, so I'm kind of between the three. Now I'm going to guess which one I think you are. Okay, please do. Okay. I think you're thinking, am I right? I feel like I'm social. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because because okay. um I do share I do have an aversion to social events. Like I don't want to go. Okay. Um right. If if it's a if it's a, a large social event, I mean, we've talked about it, like I like a small group. If somebody said me and five other people are getting together, I'd be like, I'll be there. Yeah. That's a, it sounds like an excellent event. If somebody is like me and my 30 friends are having this party, I'm like, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> um, I think I am, I am social because I, I don't like, I do have a complete aversion to those kinds of social events. Yes. I can be introverse in, introspective, but m- I think mostly I'm, I lean on the social, social, social introversion side. Yeah. Okay. We will definitely link to all of these on uh, on in the show notes so that people can check out the full lists of of all of these and the, and more details in the in the uh, the the four kinds of introversion article. What are your final thoughts on on this on this topic? What have we learned today? Yeah. You know what, what I've learned is, you know, it's your own journey and how you realize you're an introvert. You're going to, you're going to realize it at another pace over someone else's. Be careful of those articles that Mm -hmm. put you in a box. Don't put yourself in a box. The article that we talked about the last one, the four categories was again, very careful to say, we're not putting you in a box. That's, that's my main takeaway. I would definitely agree with that. I think um, just the reiteration that because I think that be, when we are an introvert, we tend to think that ah, oh, I now I understand all introverts, but we all have mm-hmm. different. We're all there are so many different flavors of introvert as we've seen. There's at least four, perhaps more, and everybody's mm-hmm. introversion manifests in manifests in a different way. And so um, we just have to remember that the one thing that we have in common is the fact that. Um, where we get our energy from. That's right. And we get that from ourselves. And however we recharge that, that's how we recharge that. 